Welcome to James's Kickback. James Anthony in the building, looking fabulous. And who do I have with me? None other than Malay Balenciaga. Hi. How goes it? Wonderful. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for joining me tonight, taking time out of your busy, busy and book schedule to meet with me. And welcome to the Kickback. What are you drinking tonight, Malay? Um, I am drinking a Riesling. Mm -hmm. Okay, walk me through that. That's what it said on the bottle. Listen, I'm not a, <laughs> a sommelier. Don't ask me all the other extra questions, okay? Yes, and I'm sipping on some lemonade and vodka. I'm a little ghetto tonight. A little simply lemonade. You didn't have a glass for the YouTube show? I did, but I can't find it right now. You only have <laughs> one? I have one. Okay. Yes, this is season one. Season one. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> okay, so what one thing? What have you been doing during quarantine? You know, being a drag performer and all that good stuff. Like, what happened for you when all that um, happened? Um, I wasn't doing nothing. I'm still working, so I go to work. And yes. I home, and I eat, and I smoke lots of weed, and I go to sleep. Hey. And by the way, like I was really, I really thought I could have a blunt rolled by the time you got into the live chat, but um, it didn't happen for us tonight. It's all right. It's all right. So since getting starting to pick up at things, what do you foresee 2021 looking like as far as being a drag queen in San Francisco? Well, as an entertainer, I feel that um, entertainment is always going to be somewhere, some in some type of fashion. Uh -huh. so if it's on the street, if it's indoors, if it's, you know, um, performers, we have been prepared for this for a very long time. We've done those charity shows, we've done Pride, we've done all those outside events. So this isn't anything new. Now we have something in front of our face besides a dick. Right. Hopefully, hopefully. A nice big long dick. Okay. <laughs> so I've always wanted to know who inspires your drag? Like where does your drag aesthetic stem from? Like the inspiration behind it? Like you're such a womanly presence and like that's like not the best way of describing it, of course, but you have such a distinct and signature style to your drag. Who actually inspired it and how did you create who we know today as Malay Balenciaga? Well, as an entertainer, I feel that you can pick up different pieces from everywhere. You draw inspiration. That's what part of the creativity side comes from. So mm -hmm. I would say one single person inspire, inspires me. Movement inspires me. Um, so anything that flows inspires me. So I wouldn't say one single thing. Um, but overall, I guess would say, you know, movement, color, um, shock value, whatever. Mm -hmm. Those seven things inspire me. Well, that's fabulous. That's actually, that's really good to know. And so like what gig or what, what moment happened for you at the beginning of your career where it kind of just solidified that this is what I want to do um, as a career? Um, I've always been in entertainment. I've always been in some type of theatrics from a very young age. 
So um, it just was a, a, I feel like it is evolved into <laughs> this aspect of the dramatics. Right. Uh, so yeah, I think that would be it. So last week um, I had Sindra Rose, you know her, um, Sindra Rose on the show and we kind of dove into a topic that I think you and I touched on in our like personal conversations, but it's just based around SF Queens. You said what? Never talked to you before today. Stop it. (laughs) No, seriously. Okay. So why is it that San Francisco Queens have not been on Drag Race in 12 seasons aside from two of them. Like, I find that to be very interesting. And everyone's answer, the reason why I ask you is because everyone's answer is slightly different. And so I, I would love to hear your take on, cause you know everyone, I don't need to go down the list and drop names, but you know everyone. And so why do you think from your educated and well-knowledged opinion, why do you think a not enough San Francisco Queens have been featured on the show as of yet? Well, first, let's go back to Drag Race as a TV show. Mm-hmm. Drag Race is a TV show. Yeah. Not just because you are a drag performer or an entertainer doesn't mean you want to be on a TV show to show um, that you are a drag performer. Mm-hmm. So just because you're a cook doesn't make you want to go on Top Chef. Just right. because you know how to tie shoes doesn't make you want to go work at a shoe store. Right. So I feel that's like one aspect of it. Just because you're an entertainer doesn't mean you have to be on a TV show to validate that you know what you're doing. And that's what a lot of it comes from. And again, it's a scripted competition show. Mm-hmm. Not saying that there is no one in San Francisco that should or could or would be on the show. It's just, I don't know if every single person, just because they're a great entertainer at the club makes them want to audition to go on TV to do the same thing that they're already doing. Not saying that Drag Race is not a great opportunity for those entertainers that inspire to be on the TV show. I've auditioned multiple times for the show. Mm. So, um, so to say there's some, there, why is there not someone on the show? We don't, we're not in casting you can only show yourself what you present on your audition tape and that's only a short portion and the tapes are getting longer and longer and longer with the things that they require for you to do so yeah I don't know I don't have an answer for that I don't know interesting interesting but that, I, I definitely see what you, you where you're coming from and I also believe that one thing that I guess for me and my observation, one thing that's hard to, hard to narrow down at times is what really is, what would you call the scene of San Francisco? Because New York has a type of queen and then Chicago has a certain type of queen and then Texas has a certain type of queen. You know what I mean? And like, I will I shouldn't say type of queen, but like, you know how, you know a New York City queen when a, you see a New York City queen versus a Chicago queen versus a Texas queen. Does that make sense? Am I making sense? No, because there's, what you see as a fan is yeah. totally different of what other people are presenting. You only okay. see that one queen from Chicago, that one queen from New York. So you're like, oh, she's from New York. So you assume that's where she's from. Just yeah. because she's from there doesn't mean she has to look like this. So in San Francisco, there's so many different varieties of drag in San Francisco. There's yeah. your pageant queens, there's your pretty queens, there's your um, faux queens, the Soma queens, this queen, like there's so many other 
genres of drag versus the same, like Texas is known for pageants. So you are gonna get a pageant queen. Yes. You're, Chicago is known for like a dancing queen. So you're gonna get a dancing, like it's a performance art place. So you're gonna get more people who are going to use expression versus a corset. That makes sense. Okay, well, thank you for walking me and other viewers through that. You know, I have heard Trixie, I think it was Trixie or Jinx say in the past that, you know, Drag Race has created something where fans sometimes, like myself, at times think that they're experts on drag when they're really just fans of a TV show. Absolutely, and you're a fan of one thing that you see for that one person and you hold the rest of the community to that one standard. And that's not, that's why- not a monolith. And again, whether you have those people who think they're makeup artists because they've watched every YouTube ch uh, channel and now they're a makeup professional, guru, whatever. Mm -hmm. If you bought something and put it on, does it make you an, a makeup artist? I mean, I mean, it could, I don't know. I'm not a makeup artist. Um, so. I don't know, but there's so many people who try to tell someone who's already living it mm -hmm. what they're doing and what they should be doing. Or, oh, you you were so good tonight. Why aren't you on Drag Race? Like, that's not a, just because I do something doesn't mean I have to go on TV to do it. Again, I'm not saying that's not a great opportunity, but a lot of the girls who've been on the show, they get on the show and they realize that like, this is a great opportunity but it's the same thing that I'm doing. Now I'm just getting flown around the world doing the same thing. Again, it's a great opportunity. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That makes perfect sense. And I think ultimately, like, like you just so eloquently put, it doesn't solidify star power if you're on the show or if you're not. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you're a performer, you're a performer. If you're I, actor, I've hosted many of shows with many of the girls from the show and outperform all of them. <laughs> because you're the supreme, <laughs> so you can be from the show and you might have been great for your season, but had you been on a different season or had you been up against somebody who was about to burn the dance floor down? <laughs> Period. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Uh, I'm, okay, so that leads me to my next question. It's like nice segue. What is like, what are some of your favorite numbers to perform? I've seen you perform mixes. All of them. All of them. Like, what is your, like, what's the signature Malay song? Like, you what, know, their detox with the opening of the purse. Ain't, no, ain't nobody stopping us now. I think it's the name of the song she does. Like, everybody has, like, that thing that they do. What is that Malay moment? Or is there just too many to count? No, it's funny because I was known for Beyonce because I worked at, pre-COVID, I worked at a brunch and I did a lot of Beyonce there. And then I also did a lot of Beyonce at like private stuff where people would book me for weddings and for bar mitzvahs and graduations and all kinds of stuff. And so they always requested Beyonce. And so mm -hmm. I just was known for Beyonce. And you know, I'm tearing down. Yeah, I so, remember the Sasha Fierce um, era. Well, anything Beyonce was on the table. <laughs> you, you were in the repertoire for sure. I was there. <laughs> so, um, um, so I definitely was known for Beyonce. I've always been known for having up-tempo dance numbers and, you know, quirky costumes and stuff like that. But I guess I would say, like, anything Beyonce? I don't know. Yeah. I think that I really I like... 
kind of like easy to say too. Like, oh, anything Beyonce, okay. Right. <laughs> Well, you've actually, well, I, I I know you personally, so I know you've probably done every Beyonce song in the book. I'm lying to these people. I do not know you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Your whole viewer is going to be mad. Going to be right. <laughs> Why are you so mean to him? No, because they love, because they're going to love you. They're going to think I'm like on acid, just talking to you like a as an airhead. But I'm just so grateful to have the Supreme and the house and Jesus kickback. Ah, wait, can you, um, you probably have to, I don't know about the editing processes on these gigs. This is my first one. I've done this too. Oh. But um, someone gave me a Balenciaga picture frame. Oh, yes. I don't got no panties on, but if I had some panties on <laughs> virtual gig, I would get up and show you. Dang, too bad this got to go on YouTube. We can't have the uncensored yeah, version. Just saying, just get real nasty on them. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so we're, I have to cover some Drag Race drama that just, um, uh, just, just came out. This is something about Dragula versus Drag Race. First of all, are you, do you watch Dragula? I've never seen a single episode. Okay, so Dragula. Uh, let me let me tell you a story. So I was hosting at the cafe, um, and we had someone from Dragula. I guess was the winner from Dragula. Yes, there's been a couple. So uh, it was a. Um, the winner was a, faux queen. I don't know. Was a bitch. A, it, it was either bitch pudding. Um, uh, Vander Von Odd. No. Or the third winner who just won, which was Landon Sider. That's the one. That's the one. The Drag King. Drag King, excuse me. Drag yes. King. Excuse me. And um, I had never seen them before. I've never seen them perform, never watched the show, so I didn't really know. So while they were up on stage hosting, um, I mean, performing, I handed the mic over and I said, well, for someone who's never seen the show, that was sickening. Like I was congratulating. Do you know this bitch had the nerve to try to read me until I was like, well, someone who's never seen the show. And I was like, excuse me, I actually was giving you a compliment. Like I've never seen the show before. Right. Uh, oh. Landon? Yes. Landon Cider. That's kind of off-putting. I know. Oh, well. Never met them before, and I was like, "Well, to be completely fair, I, I've seen Dragula. I've seen uh, most seasons, except for season one. It's kind of blurry. All of them. It's a nice production. It's very, very different than Drag Race in the sense of they don't really have runways. They have something called floor shows. Very gory, very hoary. There's no lip sync for your life to get out of elimination. There's exterminations, which they uh, is really <laughs> thrilling." So it's like they'll throw you out of an airplane or they'll make oh. you eat cow guts. I mean, oh. Oh, kind yeah. of fear factor? Yeah, very fear factor-ish. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's how they, and then however you perform in that extermination is who determine, they determine who leaves and who stays or whatever. So anyway, they what announced- What happens if you get up in the airplane and you don't want to jump off? You eliminate it? Well, they had they had a contestant, Violency, I believe was the name of her um, name of the queen. They had an incident where she went up and said, "You know what? I'll just go home." And she, yes, but unfortunately, the girl that she was up against still had to do the extermination. So, 
The Boulets, this, oh, it's hosted by the Boulet brothers, whom I'm a fan of their aesthetic. They have one of the best aesthetics in the game to me. But it's hosted by them, and they announced that they were having a new season called The Boulet Brothers Presents Dragula, The Resurrection, where they pretty much, it's kind of like an all-stars, where they resurrect dead queens. Again, very gory show. So they resurrect the dead queens, i.e. the eliminated queens, for a Halloween special to be a reappear on season four. So they're bringing back old queens so they can compete for a spot to compete again. You're not an all-stars, and you only got four seasons. Three. Three. <laughs> Yeah, and to be very fair, the queens that they are bringing back are some of the, the best that have come out of the show's three seasons. But again, that's pretty much what's happening. <laughs> the whole cast. Period. Sorry. Sorry. But okay, so the current drama is that Drag Race just announced, I don't know if you saw this online, but they also announced that they're having a Halloween special on a completely different day um, featuring all the season 12 girls, except for, okay. you know, Perry Chai. Yeah. And so a lot of the fans are starting to get upset. And some of the girls from Dragula also posted on Twitter uh, some of their disdain for Drag Race um, profiting off what they think is Dragula's idea, which is coming up with a Halloween special. So who do you think or do you even think somebody owns Halloween? Because this is what this is coming down to, like which franchise owns Halloween and why not? Because they are, the fans are upset that or some of the girls are upset that Drag Race is doing a Halloween special. They think Dragula should be the only ones to do spooky why are you asking me this because you know what i'm gonna say <laughs> who cares right <laughs> and like, also, who no one owns halloween because somebody made it up hello right right oh right God. oh my god why are we even talking about this this is crazy Yes. Well, the fans, uh, the reason why I brought it up was because this is something that's fresh. I saw this, I read across this on Twitter yesterday and I was like, I didn't realize this was such a thing. I don't know what your, how your Twitter is set up. Ah! <laughs> I had to take off some of the nastiness. It was, I was getting depressed. Well, yeah, it's a thing. I don't know. Uh, exactly. But yes, I saw I saw that some of the fans who are going off about this and Trinity the Tuck commented on it, Abora from Dragula commented on it, and Maxi Glamour also from Dragula commented, pretty much all tweeting things saying that, yeah, Drag Race is cashing in on Dragula's, um, you know, idea. And Dragula is an independent ranch show where Drag Race has World of Wonder and VH1. So it almost seems like they're like stealing from the disenfranchised, if you will. Like that's the kind of car people are trying to play with this. I also believe that um, it really doesn't make sense like why we're arguing over drag. We should be thankful that drag is even in the front, in the mainstream in general. Mm -hmm. And Halloween is something made up. Christmas. Oh, so if there was a, a group of Christmas queens, would they would be upset if, if Drag Race had the Christmas tour? Uh-huh. If they had if Dragula had a Christmas tour with gory queens and Drag Race came out with theirs on a different day. And that's the thing, Malay. These are on different days at different times. So I really don't even know what the issue is. And two different most So you can support both. Most likely it's two different um band groups too. Yeah. So, yeah. Like age group and all that. So who 
Yeah, drag race fans, and we talk about this often, but drag race fans are a different type of base. Everyone has said that over and over again. So this is the kind of thing that they are arguing about. I'm not really sure what that is. But on a lighter note, we're about to play a game, Malay. Are you ready? I love games. I didn't know we we're playing games. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. This is going to be a good, fun, nasty, Malay-inspired game, okay? Well, baby. And this is it's an old-fashioned fuck, Mary kill. Um, I, because, you know, but I, I, I want to get your humble opinion, and I have some good names here. So I really want you to give your, your, your best opinion on these, okay? Now, we got to remind me, fuck, Mary kill, okay? Come on. Yes, fuck, Mary kill. Are you ready for this? Can I, okay, can I just, are you going to read the name, and I can just tell you if I just want to fuck him, kill, marry him, or kill him? Like no, that? I'm going to give you a, a group of three names. Just like fuck Mary Kill, three names, and you're gonna have to decide in what order you're going to administer what task to them. Does that make okay, sense? Right, right, come on, come on, come on. We're gonna have fun with this. All right, fuck Mary Kill, Vanessa Vanji Mateo, Susie Orman. Who? Susie Orman, the financial lady. Oh, I like her. Okay. Steve Harvey. <clears throat> 10 seconds. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Wait <laughs> to come up on here. <laughs> hold on, hold on, wait a minute. I know there's be thrilled. Okay, because I'm trying to figure out the coin. I got to figure out what's going to happen. Here we go. Okay, okay. Remember, you have Vanessa Vanjie Mate. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to... Fuck Miss Vanjie. Rightfully so. Okay. I'm going to kill Steve Harvey. Okay. And marry Susie. And let me tell you the reason why. I like, I, I like you. Is because we kill Steve Harvey and we get all his money. Mm-hmm. Susie is the alibi because she is the financial person. So she has already figured out how to dwindle and get the coin without us uh, getting caught. Yeah. Okay? And, and when you marry her, so you can get her money and you didn't tell me how long I got to be with her. So I can just marry her for a year and then slice her and dice and be out. out of <laughs> oh my God. And then me and Angie go right up into the sunset. So boom, with the coin. I would go off into the sunset with Angie. I think that makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. I think that makes perfect sense. Are you ready for round two? That was good. I just pulled up the round three. Okay, round two. Public school, so right. right. <laughs> okay, whatever. Okay, round two. Fuck, Mary kill. There is Bob the Drag Queen. That's my girl. That's my girl too. You didn't even know. There her. is, okay, there is Kelly Clarkson and then there is Adam Levine. Fuck, Bob, and kill the rest. <laughs> Sit your begone your ass on somewhere. <laughs> no! Am I supposed to look at myself over here? Or am I supposed to look at the green light? Honestly, you look good at either one. At either I've, been, I've been squinting so I can look like I'm looking at her. <laughs> Me too. Like, you know how Melania Trump does that? Oh, like she always looks like, you know how she always looks like she's like trying to figure out who you are? Don't make me close this laptop on you. Okay. <laughs> Donald. Sorry. Oh, speaking of, did you get your new laptop? Is, are we going live? Are we we're on it. We're on it. 
Okay. We're on it. Yes. Thank you. Shout out to I Apple. should show you the other one. It's like a shave. <laughs> Shout out to Apple for sponsoring this video. Hi, Apple. Give me a coin. I have a titty out for you if you give it. You can't say all that. You can't say all that. Oh, sorry. You're right. All right, come on. <laughs> Are you ready? Oh, you did just say it. Are you ready for that round three? All right. We have Adam Lambert. We have Todrick Hall. Okay. And we have Ross Matthews. Oh. Fuck Mary Kill. Um, I would marry Todrick. I would too. <laughs> we didn't ask you, it was, it was brutal, it was the reverse. I would kill. What was the other one? What was the first one? Adam Lambert. Adam. And then I would marry Ross and get that white coin. All right. I smell and it. And they live in Palm Springs and he's on E Network. So, yeah. I mean, a TV show or something. It's always about to come up. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We always love a come up. Okay. Love this. Last round, we have Coco Montrese. Look how orange you look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Land Insider. Monet exchange. Mm. Monet is my homie scrummy. Um, She's I would fuck, in my head. I would fuck Monet. Mary Landon. Mm -hmm. And what was the other one? There was Landon Sider, there was Monet Exchange, and there was um uh, oh, Kokomon Trees. Kokomon Trees. Um, whatever the other option I had. So fuck, I would fuck um, Monet. I would marry Landon and kill whoever the first one was, I forgot. Yes, Coco Montrees. Yeah, kill Coco. I like Coco. Yay, I would marry Landon is to keep his ass all his life. Yes, and to be very fair, Landon Sider, I've seen him in some looks where I'm just- I like, like Landon. I Come here, daddy. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, my course is starting to unbutton. Mm. I can't even see all that. All I can see is the top of your lapel. Oh, well, I wanted it's to keep doing all that for nothing to nobody. I wanted to keep it a little PG tonight. Oh, that is a cute jacket though. Thank you, Apple Suits. Can I have it? Um, when you give when you give me one of those wigs. <laughs> I don't wear wigs, excuse me, this is my hair. Oh, okay, I suppose. That should be the thumbnail on the video. This is my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. And so what's what's new? What's new for you, Malay? Where are we going after this? Like in terms of projects, things that are um, to come in terms of the brand. Watch your local listings. Um, <laughs> vote. I don't know when this video is coming out. I don't know when this video is coming out, but yes. vote, 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 vote. Your voice is going to be heard. Yes. Uh, it is not too late to register. It is not too late to get your vote out there. Vote, 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 vote. If you I need agree. help voting, ask someone. It is, and when you go to the polls, ask the people, um, ask your coworkers, get a real sense of what is 
what is important to you and the people around you, mm-hmm. um, how it's going to help your community, how it's going to help your area, the funding that comes into um, your area where you live comes from the census. Make sure you do your census. Right. It is only takes a few minutes. If you are not a um, U.S. citizen, if you're an illegal immigrant watching this, you still count. You still, they will not come after you. You still need to be counted because funding will come to your area that you live in, the places that you are working at. Um, so yes, vote, 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 vote. Yes, no, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. And what a lot of people I've noticed online uh, are complaining about in certain areas is the amount of time they're waiting to like wait in line and register and actually go in Thank and go. We encourage people to um, bring a snack with you. If you have to bring a lawn chair with you, bring a book, bring something that's going to occupy your time, a a bottle of water so you don't, you know, exhaust yourself just waiting because our lives depend on this, seriously. And it's not even necessarily about your individual life. It's the people around you as well. Mm -hmm. Your the people that you're going to leave behind. You're the people that are going to the next generation, your nephews, your grandchildren, your children's children's children, you're gonna have to think about those people because the same people who fought for you to be able to stand in that line, those people waited years to vote and your five hours ain't gonna be nothing. The years and years and years of people who couldn't vote and wanted to vote and the people who still can't vote who served their time in jail and now they still can't vote in some states because they are a convicted felon and they but they did serve their time and they paid the restitution and they've done their part to help the community and they turned their lives around but they still yeah. can't vote so vote for those people vote for yes. the people that you don't know vote for the people that you say that you're an ally for vote yes. for the people that you can stand in the gap for and that's the biggest thing with voting is you're standing in the gap for other people not just about you and this is the one thing that is your job but it's about other people Yes. And so, um, vote. For sure. And this is not an elect, just to I echo everything that you just said. Everything, uh, just to echo everything that you just said. Sorry, this is an election that we cannot sit on. We cannot uh-huh. let this pass us by like many other elections and people. You know, a lot of celebrities have come out and recently said that this is going to be their first year voting ever. But it is important that they're finally, you know, bringing themselves to vote because this is too critical of a time where Trump was just in the Supreme Court trying to pass a law that bans health care and hormones for people who need them, like um, our trans brothers and sisters. And so, we have to make sure that just like you just so eloquently put that we are standing in line not just for ourselves but for everyone around us who are benefiting off of america for being an american you know what i mean and that's what trump i feel like is trying to take away from us and for those people who live in other states that hopefully are watching this video yes um there are states that have a law where you have to like if you sign your um ballot you have to be in person to do it some people sign it um before they get there and they don't take them because they didn't witness them do it there's a lot of things so please read the instructions on if you got a mail-in ballot don't wait until november 3rd to mail it in in today like get off this video and go mail it right now absolutely the post office is open, drop it off, go there. If you need to get it tracked, if you feel peace of mind to have it tracked, know that it's being counted, do that. Kiss it up to God, whatever you gotta do, get your ballot 
in the mail, get your ballot in the box, go to the polls. Do not wait until November 3rd to go to the polls. Make your plan now. Make your plan now as if it's the last plan you're ever gonna make, make your plan now. Pack your lunch, pack your chair, pack your sunblock, your bottled water, get somebody to, to stand in line with you and then you can go to the bathroom, somebody come back. Think about it as if you were standing in line for an iPhone. If you can stand in line for an iPhone, yeah. stand in line for some Jordans, stand in line for some fried chicken sandwich or something. Concert tickets. Yeah, yo ass, if Beyonce was up in there, you'd be in that line for two and three days, okay? <laughs> Taking off work, so, Okay, so take off work to vote. And in most states, um, you do get paid to, to take the day off um, to go vote if you have to work that day. A lot of jobs this year are being very lenient and making sure that all of their um, employees have options to be able to go vote on election day. But if you wait until that day, I feel that you are just shooting yourself in the foot and you cannot complain to me nor anyone else because it today is whatever day it is. And you mm -hmm. should so make a plan, get a buddy, get a system, do something, get your vote out there. Vote, 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 vote. And again, if you don't know what the props mean, ask someone, someone yes. knows. Follow me on Instagram, um, do you, are you going to edit this and put stuff in there? Follow me on Instagram. That my Instagram is down there. And I have a cheat sheet that has all the stuff on there with the props stand for what they mean, stuff like that. So if you want to follow me or whatever, ask me. I will send you the screenshot. It's nothing fabulous. I just hand wrote it out. So there you go. Which is but very you, smart of you to do, by the way, because I know that I got my book in the mail, the booklet that comes in the mail and things like that. And it is, I thank God I know how to read legislation, but I'm sure for someone, yeah. it's a lot of people, a lot of people might be intimidated by that and, you know, might not even read it. So it's great that you actually took time to do that. Um, and also, while you're doing that, mm -hmm. make sure Alexa is queued up and ask her, Alexa, what does blah, blah, blah mean? So you yeah. know what it means and yes. that's, that's the problem when it comes to laws is they put all these big fabulous sounding words and all they're doing is talking in circles to make you get confused and be like whatever i'll sign it right and, that's what it is. and you just have to look and see how does this affect my community how does this affect the people around me does, am i going to use this service am i going to whatever and things have changed I wouldn't even call it post-COVID because we're still in COVID, but mm -hmm. during COVID, things have changed and they're continuing to change. Yeah. Some states are still seeing huge numbers. Some states are seeing smaller numbers mm -hmm. and we still have to do our part and be safe when you're going out there to vote. Still wash your hands, still social yes. distance. And, the, and again, the line might look super long because mm -hmm. everyone is social distancing in the line. So the line might be intimidating yeah it's not that long you waited in longer lines at disneyland so that's true as space mountain just wait the goal is there and have your shit together and that gives you plenty of time to read up on your information while you're waiting in line period period you can definitely that's a great pastime mm -hmm. so i think that's awesome put your phone away and look up see the world Yes, yes, and figure out what, what we can do to make all of this a little easier. Uh, 
his phone. I think it's so, yeah, I think, again, it's something that we cannot sleep on. Um, and so one thing that I like to do here on James's Kickback at towards the end of the show is um, a period of manifesting because I believe in the power of manifestation. I believe in saying and speaking the things that you want and, and the opportunities and also speaking a word into someone else who may not be up in, a, in the place right now to believe that they can go forward in the dreams that they've had and the aspirations, especially during the time that we've had in 2020, a lot of people have had to put their dreams and aspirations on the back burner and put the priorities at the forefront. And so what do you have to say to people, even at times like myself, who find themselves in humps like that from time to time and really wanna maintain you know, a creative mindset, but are confronted with many things that life throws their way? What would you say to someone like that to maintain um, encouragement. I always think about the movie that we grew up on, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Okay. If you take if you take the comedy out of it and you look at the message behind it, to me, what I got from it was every time you do something in life, there's a lesson that's need to be learned. Yes. So when you have those down moments, you have to sit back and realize there's a lesson in this moment. What is the lesson? What am I learning from this? How, what am I gonna do going forward from here? And then believe in yourself and who cares about everybody else? And I always say like people in their twenties, when I was in my twenties, I was cared about what other people think, what are gonna say, whatever. Please, when you get over 30 or in your- 30s, You're over 30? Excuse me, I'm in my thirties, how dare you? Go ahead, Malay. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying Malay Angelou. Ah! No, but I'm just saying, like, when you get over your into your 30s, you stop yes. caring about what other people think and you want about you think about what's gonna make you happy yeah. and you worry about your four walls. You can't worry about other people and trying to please other people because other people are doing the same thing trying to please somebody else. You can't be nobody else. Like you got only person you can be is yourself. Everybody yeah. else is already taken. So you trying to chase after somebody else is not going to get you nowhere. You're going to be chasing, running on the treadmill and ain't nobody like to do that. So. Right. Right. Yeah, believe in yourself and know that you're beautiful. Know that you're handsome. Know that you're seen, that someone loves you. Even if you don't know that person, you know, they haven't came right up to you and say they loved you. You, you have roaches and flies in your house. And it's just I have one fly. That and you know you know how ring lights they are they are attracting to the ring light so right and I don't have not a one roach fly or any kind of bug no I have a fly because I let my window open and you know loft loft living so they like come to the top excuses I know I know it's really <laughs> anyway thank no, you just, so much that makes a lot of sense yeah I just feel that you know you should believe in yourself and and only you know the answer and God has given you the, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> God has given you the gift and utilize that gift, whatever it is. Everyone has a talent. Everyone has something that it was given to them that only they can do. Sometimes you don't know what it is yet, but when it comes together, boom. 
That makes sense. And I think that's perfect, especially in a time because obviously my platform is geared towards micro influencers and influencers. And so a lot of times during these periods where social media has gone to a completely different place now, it can get kind of discouraging, like feeling like no one's seeing you or feeling like you're just so far behind most people to where, you know, they want to give, I feel like giving up. I've ran into a lot of people that way and I feel that way myself a lot of times. So hearing something like that would help me and all of that self-validation is the only validation that you need mm-hmm. social media is a curse and a blessing it's great to be able to share the things and knowledge and information and justice for brianna taylor and you know things yes along those lines it's great to be able to start a, a social movement through social media but there's also the dark side that comes with it and there's those things where people post and they want to post so that they can have that gratification of someone thinking that I'm beautiful or someone thinking that I'm sexy or whatever because they're getting all these likes and then they're like chasing. And they're not really living their lives. They're trying to find the best lighting, trying to find the best things. And they're taking pictures of their food and trying to live this experience that other people are trying to live through them. And they're not living. They're really not living because they're trying to chase something that they don't really have. And that shit will start to, excuse me, that stuff will start to um, roll into your real life and you will start to start feeling bad because like, oh God, I don't have enough money to keep up with these monk bays and whatever. Right. Like that stuff becomes expensive and and producing shows and, and everything else, that stuff becomes expensive. And if it becomes a bigger thing, your audience is going to request more and more and more and more, or you feel that you have to please them more and more and more and more and more. And they don't even know these people. Right. Right. So, I don't even know who you are. Know these people. And so I just feel like if I post something on social media, if I get two likes or 2000 likes, ooh, who cares? Because I felt cute or I thought the photo was great and I posted it and that was that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going back to be like, oh my god, oh my god. Now, yes, I might throw a filter on there to make the photo look extra good. I might, you know, don't we all? But absolutely, I would, I would post whatever I want. I and I, and I, feel, I feel that too. Those people that are, I hope, are watching this and learn something out of this mess of a show. <laughs> that you, um, putting your body on Instagram and putting your your genitals and all that on Instagram or not Instagram or in social media that is cute for a minute mm-hmm. but if you've ever watched an episode of hot topics that is never going away mm-hmm. so be be mindful of the things that you put out there trying to chase clout as the kids would say yeah or thirst trapping or whatever. I don't even know they still do that. But the stuff that you see oh, on Instagram, do. the stuff that I'll be seeing on Twitter, you know, that kind Dang. of stuff, you know, like be careful what you put out there because you, I don't know if for the rest of your life, you want people to be looking at your dick like that. I'm just saying, because I know I'm going to stare if it's in front of me. I'm going to stare, screenshot, and share. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, Click like. What is it? What does the YouTuber say? Click. Like, comment, and subscribe. One. That's what I'm <laughs> like, comment, and answer. What? Come my way. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me, Malay on uh, James's kickback. Oh, she's up. Oh, oh, look up. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm doing the, um, 
What do they call the MSRI? Oh, the ASMR. <laughs> oh my gosh! Thank you so much for joining me, Miss Belay. Where can the people find you? On any local corner. Perfect. That's where I found you. But thank you for bringing me in the cold. It was a little cold out there. Um, yeah, You're a little toothy. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter and all that stuff. It's all <laughs> there. All of them the same name. There's continuity. Miss Malay. Everything. There you go. There you go. You can find me on Cash App, Venmo, Instagram, um, Christian Mingle, eHarmony, mm-hmm. BlackPeopleMeet.com, My Credit Karma, mm-hmm. CarMax, whatever you got. <laughs> sign me up. Yes, Obama's burner phone. You can find her I there. Can. Perfect. Okay. And just fun, fun fact before we leave, I just want the world to know that I have tried my hardest to be in the house of Balenciaga oh. and my application just continues to be returned to sender. I have no idea why I'm getting a return. Why on national, it's, um, whatever this is on? I'm totally joking, Malay, but if you would like to go in. <laughs> you have to have a certain credit score to be uh. able to... <laughs> Well, <laughs> you lost me. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Yes. With your show. I hope you get picked up for a second season. I do too. Uh, Thank you so much. I yeah. do too. I'm, I'm not taking all these roaches and these um, lights for nothing. So we do live in Oakland, so. Yeah, and you know, most of the men I fuck on roaches. All right. Well, Thank you so much. I have to I have to sign off now. Okay, well. Hold up.